Welcome to the Body Podcast, where we talk strength, conditioning, lifestyle, and everything in between. I'm Nikki Metzger, founder and trainer at Body, but this will be a tag team adventure with other body trainers, staff, and members. Body member Scott Picard and I will be kicking things off with a great lineup of episodes, but we also want to hear from you. So send us your episode ideas, or if you think you would be a great fit to come on and speak, email bodypodcast at gmail.com. And one more thing, if you love what you hear and you want more episodes, make sure that you subscribe, share, and leave us a bomb diggy review. Okay, cool? All right, let's jump right in. Welcome to the first Body Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Picard, and I'm sitting alongside none other, you guessed it, the owner of Body, Nikki Metzger. How are you? You know, Scott, I'm good, but how are you? Because literally, I said it was two years, but you said it's like a, a year. You've been asking me to do this Body Podcast, so... You, I'm taking you on as my make-a-wish kid, <laughs> and your wishes come true. Uh, the first wish was for you guys to adopt me, <laughs> and which which the paperwork is in uh, in legal right now, so we'll be good. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, I think I sent you. I think I sent Nick in July, both you a an outline of what I thought the podcast should be. Yeah. Then we finally met. But you've been talking about it for, for a while. Yep. That. Six months later, and I guess it goes into our first the intro of I guess what the body podcast is going to be about, what what our goals are, your goals. Um, obviously, the first is I'm going to be hosting a bunch of interviews with all the trainers. You know, we'll have at least one a week yeah. with either a trainer, local businesses, local businesses, members, members, and any fitness influencers or people that want to talk about whether it's mental health or whatnot, come on the podcast, have a conversation. Um, if you're a body member and you think that, you know, you want to be put on the podcast, uh, let us know. And it, don't just be like, I'm your friend, Scott. I want to be on the podcast. So yeah. I could just have some, you got to make sure you have yeah. something that's going to be interesting and a yeah. little valuable to share. But there's so many people at body that I have probably incredible stories yeah. are doing incredible things that we don't even know about. Yeah. There, if you have an interesting job, I'd love to talk to you. Something yes. like that. If you, if you, maybe you volunteer on the side and you want to get some body members that don't even know that you volunteer, yeah. make a wish or something like that. You work for them and you need some help. We'd love to have you on and talk about it. Um, if Literally you're a, anything and everything is what we're going for. Yep. Local businesses obviously kind of speak for themselves. Uh, if you're a local business, you want to be on here, talk about what you do and, and you know, with the product or whatever you're selling is. Um, and then obviously you're going to do some stuff with, with the trainers kind of midweek stuff that are maybe five or 10 minute episodes about just different things along, I guess anything you go from fitness to nutrition, to motivation, anything that is kind of related to, you know, help you reach your fitness goals to just like give you that extra kick in the butt, give you tips and tricks that you might not know. And that are going to help take your fitness to the next level. Perfect. And before we get into it, obviously, uh, got to like, and subscribe the episode, leave a review, do it or we're not doing it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told Nikki before I will if we can get 300 reviews before waste management. So this will be released. We'll have two weeks. I will personally buy someone a general mission ticket to waste management. And you know what? I will match that. Perfect. So we got you. The winner can bring a friend to waste management on us. It's 
what, a few days before yeah. Valentine's Day. So if you're looking, um, maybe you get posted on the Valentine's <laughs> Day thing at Body and there you want to bring someone, hey, I won the two gifts, uh, two general mission tickets. You want to come? Boom. We got you covered. So you got to leave a review. We'll look at them all. I'll make, we'll, we'll, obviously, you might have a username. We'll post the username if they win. Um, and you get to me or you can bring yourself, one other person. Not a bad deal. Perfect. So, so write that review. Share the love. Love. You gotta, you gotta like. Come on. Yeah. There's how many how many people follow body? Ten thousand? Eleven thousand? Um, no, I think it's like eleven point four or fourteen. Right. There's a four in there and there's eleven All right. somewhere. So it's over ten thousand. Yes. We, we should easily get three hundred <laughs> yes. reviews. All right. And if we don't, <laughs> I am personally going to every time I see someone in class, I'm gonna look at them and be like, Did you leave a review? What's your username? And I'm gonna look, and if you don't, I'm actually gonna kick you out of body. All right. This is going to happen. I don't have any say or power, but terrible business model. There we go. <laughs> um, well, I guess let's get into our interview. Let's do it. All right. Perfect. First question for Nikki. I know you probably told this story hundreds of <laughs> no, times. I, I honestly like, A, I hate talking about myself. It feels super awkward. <laughs> and I feel like I have told the body story a bajillion times, but it kind of needs to live on the body podcast. It does. It and needs it, a place. It needs to live somewhere. And and I've never been interviewed by you. Per, so yeah, and I'm the best interviewer there we they go. have. Uh, <laughs> well, the other thing too is a lot of people that go to body you know, probably didn't see you on a podcast or saw you on another podcast, but might not have like downloaded or look, you know, they follow body, yeah. but you might just post on your personal, you know, so they might not have actually know the story. Yes. New members might not, you know, since COVID new members might not know. So I guess let's just start. And this is not just about body. This is an interview about Nikki Metzger. All right. <laughs> this is, this is you. So people, we're going to dive deep. We're going to get, go. we're going to get some fun stories, my personal experience yeah. hanging out I'm with. I'm a little scared of me. Yeah. I don't know what questions you're She gave edited. me a bunch of questions. I've added questions. She edited yeah. some of them. I personally just deleted everything and I have my own questions I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let's, I guess let's start from the beginning. Where are you from? Have you always been athletic in the fitness? Yeah. So grew up in a tiny, tiny town called Amory, Wisconsin. It's on the Minnesota border. So when I fly home, I fly into um, Minneapolis, like 45 minutes from there. But my town is like under 3,000 people, and I didn't even live in the town. I lived 15 minutes out of the town. So <laughs> small town country girl all the way. Um, growing up, I did like all the sports. You know, when you're really young, you know, it was softball, it was dance, it was volleyball, track, you name it, I did it. Um, eventually, like in high school, I focused more on just dance and track. But really, dance was my first love, my first passion. Um, literally since I was 12 years old, I was like, I am going to own my own dance studio. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of nuts to be like at 12 and it never went away. It was like always knowing I was going to be an entrepreneur and that I wanted to have my own dance studio. Which, you know, it's not a dance studio now, but that I've been kind of on that same path. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Studios. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. So I guess you mentioned you want to be an entrepreneur when you were yeah. younger. Now, did you go pick a college to do entrepreneurship? Did you, yeah. I guess, how did that? Yeah, like even in high school, anytime that anything was about like entrepreneurship or high school into college, like that I could take a class on entrepreneurship, writing business plans, whatever, I was always doing that. When I started college, I... Um, was a dance major. So I went to school for dance. 
And I went to three different colleges. I don't know if you know this or not. But I don't know. So my first college I went to was uh, Minnesota State Mankato. Kind of didn't know where I really wanted to go at that point. Um, me and my best friend went together. So that just made it really fun. I was studying dance and whatnot. Then my second year, I was dating a guy that was still in high school. So he was one year younger than me. Very good wrestler. He got a full ride scholarship to Nebraska. So then I moved to Nebraska for my second year. You, Lincoln? Lincoln, you know, Nebraska. UNL Huskers. Go, go Big Red. <laughs> so I followed him there. Please don't follow a man anywhere. Come on. You know, don't do it. He was a really shitty boyfriend, too. So, like, <laughs> horrible person. Cheated on me all the time. Just a shit, <laughs> shit person. Um, but I was... I kind of woke up. I was like, okay, I followed this dude in Nebraska who's really not even that nice to me. Mm. Also... I am dancing in Nebraska. Like, is that the best place that I can be, like, dancing? Honestly, if you told me Nebraska had one of the best dance <laughs> universities, I'd be like, oh, okay. I know. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, it actually did have a really, really good program. But it was kind of like, I'm not doing anything really for myself at this moment. It was only a couple months in, and I was like, I'm going to move to Chicago. Um, and go to Columbia Art School there. So Columbia College in Chicago. Not to be confused with Columbia University, the yeah, Ivy no, League? Okay, just Definitely just not. Um, the math programs <laughs> at Columbia College, um, this art school, is definitely a lot easier. You know, very geared well, to the creative brains and the creative type. No, it's just not going to be our jam. When I worked at UMass Dartmouth, yes. I would have a Dartmouth shirt and people like, ooh, Dartmouth. And I'd always be like, yeah, not the one yeah, you're thinking about. Yeah, I've, I've definitely said that before. Like, yeah, the one in Chicago, not, not New York. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyways, but okay, so a few months in, I already knew I was like planning to go to Chicago. I like was working on like everything, but I was like, I'm going to give Lincoln a full year. So I, yeah. I committed to staying there for the full year. And then my third year, um, is when I was like, okay, I officially moved to Chicago and I studied that dance program. Okay. But obviously I've been jumping all around. I eventually switched my dance, my major from dance after yeah. all of this. Cause I went through a stage of wait. Do I like even need to have a dance major to dance? Also throughout those years of being in all the different colleges, I was already, I was teaching dance classes. I was teaching fitness classes. I was already starting like my career of like teaching. And eventually my love for dance just kind of became, let's say when I found like working out and fitness became just a love of movement and yeah. fitness. And it really wasn't about dance anymore for me. It was just about my love to move and to be active. So then from there, I was like, okay, I feel like I should do something more on the business side of things and being an actual dance major. So it was an art school. So my major for that was like switching to arts and entertainment management. So I still got to do some dance on the side, but also it was focused. It was fun. Like Columbia was very hands-on. Like we would go out, put on real like concerts together. We'd book the talent. We would do everything from there and whatnot. It was a wild, really cool hands-on college, um, which also went to my first internship, I actually worked for Ford Modeling Agency. So I was an intern for that. And that was very much like what you see on the movie. Like I would dress really cute, but really all I did was like go get coffee and like <laughs> be like marched around. Well, it, it's, it's like, um, <laughs> what's the Ryan Reynolds movie where he wants to be a writer, but he's just getting his boss coffee. Oh, coffee. Yeah. It, just, yeah. It's it just, you're literally trying to- that. So like, um, <laughs> but like, th- so then that kind of led me off track a little bit. So my first, then I had another internship at another talent agency where actually we came my first job. So I worked as a talent agent for like commercial actors. I would book people on Bud Light commercials, tampon commercials, you know, those everyday. 
people. So, like, even when cool movies would come into town, like, what is the one? Oh, the, the breakup with Vince Vaughn and stuff. Like, we would get to, like, you know, get, like, some background people in those or work on just, like, fun, different things like that, um, which was a really cool job, honestly. But unless you're going to move to New York or L.A., work in a mail room for, like, zero money and, like, work your way up, like, you don't make a lot of money in that career. So, yeah. for me, I was, like, I still had this goal all along of owning my own business and opening up a gym or a dance studio. Like this was still my number one goal. It just kind of like got off track a little bit yeah. from there. Cause I, again, I kind of went through that whole, Oh, I need to be a professional and wear like a business suit and like be that kind of yeah. person. I know it's, it's crazy too. Cause when we were growing up, you know, we're similar age, mid thirties and Mid twenties, no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Mid thirties, when we were upper thirties, yeah. <laughs> when we were growing up, though, there was never no thought about like starting your own business. It was there was no like class about entrepreneurship. It was like go get a job, you know, do a major, stay in your job, or get a good job, and you know that whole thing. So even like the thought early on of I want to own my own business, dance studio or something, at least is in the back of your mind to where you did those, you know, crappy jobs. I coached college basketball for five years. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It was great. But again, I'm not much money when you're working in the movie industry or stuff like that. Not much money early on. So it's like you either sacrifice a lot for years and years. You need to make sure it's what you really want Yeah, to do. or it's like go get a job that can pay a lot more. So yeah. I, I get – it's crazy that you were thinking about starting your own thing because I never thought about that. Um, and I don't think that was in our age. Now I think kids are going up, probably taking a high school class of entrepreneurship. Yes. You know, so it's a lot different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to even – Think about entrepreneurship when you were, you know, what was it back in the 60s? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. No, no. I, I think I just really looked up to like my dance teacher. And I was like, yeah. that, like, you know, like a still small town, like looking back at, at her. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to be, I want to be her, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was just kind of, kind of wild just how like those paths and like the journeys that you go on from there. Yeah. Um, even from there, I had like one more job that I took that made like a little bit more, um, money in like publishing and marketing and like advertising whatnot. But then, so at this point I actually already knew Nick at this point. So I met him during my super senior year. I mean, I traveled to 8 million schools, yeah. changed my major. Of course, I'm going to have at least one more semester. Yeah. Year, you know? <laughs> so super senior year. Um, and I was working at that first, that last internship that before I got the job. So I met Nick at that, that point. So we'll throw him in when he comes in here. So we actually met living in the same apartment building. Um, so that's how I met Nick. Well, let's, I know a little bit about this story. It wasn't love at first sight. <laughs> Like, I, mean, I mean, yeah, so we met, um, I remember moving into that apartment uh, building. When I say love at first sight, I meant... Uh, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it wasn't like... I know where like, you're going to go. Yeah. I know where you're going. So yeah, like we moved in. I remember like signing the lease to this new apartment and to like the leasing lady, like, oh, are there any hot guys in here? Like, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh yeah, there definitely is. And so me and my roommate at the time went up to like our community pool and Nick and his roommate and his friends were all out there. He was actually super hungover because it was his birthday the night before. And Nick, I mean, anyone that knows Nick's a little quieter anyways. Yeah. So Nick's roommate actually hit on me. Um, so he hit on me and like my roommate and we're like, oh, y'all should go out. Like, 
tonight, whatever, whatever. So we went to their place, had pre-drinks, we all went out and partied, blah, blah, blah. Then from there, Nick and I were just kind of like friends. Like once a week, I would like go over there and we'd watch Entourage together. And Great I would, like, show. I would like wear glasses that I like don't even need and pretend I was like still studying <laughs> and pretend I was like super smart and like studious <laughs> and whatnot. But it was like, it wasn't like super like quick or anything like that. It was like more we were just like hanging out as friends. We definitely had like a crush on each other, but it, like it moved kind of pretty slow. And then your friend was like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A friend was like, I think I like Nick. Yeah. And you were no, like, yeah. no. And my friend was like, oh, I think I like Nick. Like, he's hot. And I was like, um, yeah, no, he's mine. No, and literally, <laughs> literally, I don't know, like 10 minutes later, we were, I was like sitting on the couch, the couch next to Nick. And I was like, you want to make out? And he was like, yeah. And then, you know, it just sealed the deal from there. I was like, that is my man now. And so for you guys out there, if you're quiet, <laughs> shy, you know, Nick's shy, but quieter. Yes. You know, get in with the friend of the person you like, make her like you, then makes the friend jealous, and then boom, yeah. you win. Exactly. Literally, I was like, yeah, no, that day. I was like, no, he's mine. I'm- so you guys started dating before kind of your fitness journey took off. Yeah, so all through college, even for like in the beginning, I was still teaching dance or fitness classes like on the side as a hobby. That was always something I was doing or I was working at different gyms. Um, those that have seen my like journey lately know and then I'm like up on that that pole. I even worked at a place called Flirty Girl Fitness back in the day in <laughs> Chicago. So um, all kinds of gyms, all kinds of fitness experience, but not a full-time gig. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it really was like once I started dating Nick, I was working at that talent agency for a while. Then I took that other job in marketing and advertising. And then I was like, I just, I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm not following my end goal. He knew I want like our first, um, I think it was after our first like hookup. Then we were like, we went across the street, really romantic to Panera Bread. And I was telling you. get a bread bowl? Yes. Bread bowls are the broccoli It's when I say like, oh, that's the first place to drop me. But I'm like, no, it's funny. Like it wasn't a date. We were just like hung over the next day and it was across the street. Ah, uh, a broccoli <laughs> bread bowl. I use, uh, when I was hung over, uh, I was Yeah, but my... I remember sitting at that like and telling him like my, my business plan of what I wanted to do. And it was still dance fitnessy based more mm-hmm. so it wasn't like what body is it was still like dance fitnessy based it was I was even talking about the type of like pole and like chair dancing classes and like all that kind of stuff that like I you know it was just interesting like where it's all evolved to but as I was still working at those jobs and dating Nick through those years I was like I'm just like not doing what I want to do I'm not happy like I need to get on this path and he was and then we and this was like by the time we were living our first apartment together he's like just quit your job and like study for being a personal trainer. And thank goodness Nick had a, a job that could support us a little <laughs> bit more because we were still splitting everything 50, 50. And I'd be like, um, well I might overdraft. Like, yeah. if, like if I like buy like dinner tonight. So yeah. like, you know, like if you don't want me to overdraft, like, you know, just help me out a little bit. But he, um, was super supportive and being like, no, full on, get your certification, do all this. During that time I was also, working um at a new gym and i knew this um this owner of the gym from just the fitness scene in chicago from before at a gym that she worked at before so i went to her and i was like i will work for free for you i will do anything you need me to do like i just want you to mentor me i want to learn everything i can from you and i did i didn't get paid a dime for a while like i went there she worked with me on my demoing on writing workouts all that kind of stuff while i was studying for my certification 
for my PT certification. I was also during that time also getting a Zumba certification. So maybe I should bring Zumba back. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, I will never. Do not worry. <laughs> I was, I was like, well, you were telling the story. I was thinking like, look at, remember when you're like fit over 40 or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. I was just like, remember all those like weird workout classes that like were popular for like oh, a minute yeah. and Zumba was the one that came to my head. Yeah. I, was, I don't know anyone. I mean, I had a really great time. <laughs> but yeah, also at that, so yeah, she took me, she took, took me under her belt. Um, I, I taught everything at that gym too. Like, you know, I taught Zumba, I taught fitness classes similar to like body now, like sweat style, strength style classes. I taught bar fitness. Um, Cause again, I had that dance background. Um, I also... One of the dance classes I taught was called Throwback Dance and Sculpt. And it was one song choreographed dancing and one song choreographed weightlifting. And I would come in a full on 80s like leotard outfit Jeez. every single week. You guys are missing out. I feel like you guys are getting the shaft here with Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Oh God. Yeah, like but eventually like I really found my groove in that high intensity strength and conditioning, like through that journey and the workshops I was going to and um, the certifications I was getting um, and whatnot from there. But yeah, so that's, I feel like I just went everywhere with that, but that's a quick little kind of like how I got into that hole. And then from that gym, I started eventually being the assistant manager to the general manager at that gym. I mean, I think I have a lot of employees now. Like, no, I have managed a lot of employees at that gym. And, and then you be, did you be, after that, did you become a Nike trainer? Yeah. So this is funny. So I got like, I think it was an email. It's an email or phone call. And it was something about like Nike and like doing this event and like being like, whatever. I like ignored it. Like thinking it was spam Yeah, completely. And right. then like they followed back up and they're like, no, like we've heard about you in the fitness industry in Chicago and we want to meet with you. And I was like, what? Yeah. So I went to their headquarters in Chicago. So I went to their office in Chicago. And it wasn't the headquarters, their office in Chicago. Um, and met with them. And there was kind of like what they do now with brand ambassadors. But it was kind of super new back then. Yeah. You know, because social media was, is, wasn't, I don't even know if I had an Instagram then. It might have been only Facebook. Um, but they were like, yeah, we just want to bring you on. Like, you know, sponsor you with clothes and like lead events and blah, blah, blah. So it's like. Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I started doing kind of more local events for them. And then eventually they're like, oh, we want to make you like, uh, they called it NTC, Nike Training Club Trainer. So then they trained me to be that, which elevated different things that I was doing in Chicago for bigger events with them. And then they eventually opened up a NTC studio. So I was teaching out of there as well. And then pretty shortly after that, they're like, no, we want to fly you out to Portland to headquarters and make you a Nike Master Trainer. So I was like, it was just so like so much once I took that jump into fitness, everything just started to be like, I am on the right path. Yep. And like it was almost hearing from Nike to be like, no, if Nike believes in me, yeah. I must be doing something Sub, yeah. right. Like, and so I don't know, that was incredible. And then my journey with Nike was really cool. So I would I traveled like all around the world with them to Mexico, to Paris. Paris when I did Paris, I was actually already here opening body, but shooting, um, stuff for their app. Um, I've been in commercials for them. Like I shot a really cool commercial at the Rose Belt, Rose Bowl. Um, just like training with working with different athletes, Simone Biles, her, the year that she crushed it and won everything. I got to work one-on-one with her during her Nike commercial campaign. That's awesome. And, and then I also write, wrote a workout for her specific, um, workout in the Nike app. So like I got to work with some really cool things and do some really cool things 
with Nike. But yeah, that journey started while I was in Chicago. Definitely gave me confidence to be like, I'm on the right path, which kind of led into me being like, no, I think I can do this on my own. So let's, I guess let's get into body. Yeah. You, you're on the right path. You're like, I can do this. Yes. You're in Chicago. You have no roots in Scottsdale. <laughs> yes. So why Scottsdale? How did this happen? So Nick and I randomly um, vacationed here and absolutely fell in love. Like we didn't know a single person. So the first time we came, we actually came with his family and we stayed like really far up north. So you didn't really get like a Scottsdale vibe or like whatever. Yep. And it wasn't until the last day we like drove down this way. And I saw like old town. I was like, well, this looks super fun. Yeah. So then we were like, when we booked our next vacation for the two of us, we're like, let's go to Scottsdale. So the two of us um, came out here, just absolutely fell in love. Then we started coming every February and every October. Perfect time to come out to Scottsdale. And away from yes, Chicago. Yes. Yep. And, and to be in Scottsdale. Yep. It's not super hot. Um, and just loved it. And then, I don't know, it just like, I remember we were sitting at like Geisha outside and we were just like look around and I was like, I don't know, like, what if we like opened a gym here and... It was just, it all just kind of was like, but it seemed fake at that point when you yeah. talk about it. It was like a good, a dream and like, oh, this would be fun and whatnot. Until eventually we were like, no, we don't want to be in Chicago anymore. Like, because we lived right downtown Chicago. Yep. Um, didn't want to deal with the cold. Sorry, parents. We don't want to move back to where you're from. Yeah. Experiences in Michigan. Um, and just like, it was just like, let's do it. Was Nick was it. Nick working from home at the time? Yeah. So no, Nick at, um, in Chicago, um, he's a commodities broker. So he was he would go into the office every single day. And when we decided to take the leap, he was. This is why we, I love Nick. He just believes in me so much. He was willing to be like, and his made very very good money at at his job. Yeah. Was very much like, no, I want to start our life in Chicago. I believe in you. I'm going to talk to my boss, see if I can keep my job and work from home. But if they say no, I'm willing to find something else, which is nuts. Luckily, his boss said, and no one else in his office works from home. Yeah. So well, it wasn't it, like, it, it wasn't And this is thing. when? 2000... 2013. 13, which was very uncommon for people to even have a remote job. When I yes. when I heard someone had a remote job, I thought they just answered emails all day. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, like that in yeah. 2013, that's just... For sure. No so, one worked remote. Yeah, no, so the, he, his boss was like, no, you absolutely can. So we set up our first apartment that we had here. Like, he had like a little office with his four screens of commodities <laughs> and craziness, um, which was great because I don't do math and Nick does math. Yep. So as a business, you need someone that does math. Yep. My mom's also an accountant too. So with my mom and Nick, I'm like, you guys do the numbers. Tell tell me if I need to worry about anything yep. and I'll worry about the, the stuff I'm good at. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, for the first couple years, Nick was still working from home when we started body. So that day at Geisha, if you go back to yeah. when you decided it, to when you officially said we're moving, yes. how long? A year? So actually, because me and you were, like, we're talking about talking about this and like questions that we wanted to talk about. And I, so I went back on like emails. I was like, Oh, like when did I like reach out to the realtor or yeah. whatnot? And I think it was like around, so Nick and I probably since like the beginning, like we'll say like beginning of 2013 when we're like, we're doing this. Okay. And then we started just kind of looking at things ourselves, like online of like what's available yep. like commercial real estate. And then I think I have my first like email with the realtor, like reaching out, sending in my business plan and all of that. Um, at it was ended June or July, 2013. Okay? okay. 
So then from there, I know we were just going back and forth with him. We came out to look at places maybe October-ish and then kind of went back and forth. And I think we saw, like either came back one more time in November, signed like the lease. We found an apartment. I actually had a one girlfriend that was already out here, which is crazy. She was my roommate, one of my roommates in Chicago. She also the one that said she liked Nick. Diff it's kind of wild. I forgot about this. <laughs> she actually moved out here a couple of years right before me. And so I had her look at her first apartment and sight unseen, yeah. totally not my personality, was like, yes, we'll take it. Whatever. So sign the lease for our apartment, sign the lease for body. I want to say, yeah, right around November, packed her bags up. We moved here. I think we drove, drove down, got here December 2nd. And then I opened body one month later. <laughs> And the only person I knew was that girl here. I did not know a single person at Body or in, in, in Scottsdale. Scott. And so, I opened a business like a crazy person. <laughs> I look back at that now. I'm like, what? I could have moved here and worked at other gyms. Yeah. Built my name and my reputation. But no, I was so much like, I can freaking do this. That oh, I was like, so I did it. January of 2014 one. Yes. Body opened. Body opened. How did you guys market it how did you get people in because yeah. you've told the story you've taught every class oh nick yeah. nick where yeah we didn't, have, like, we didn't have 10 classes a day like we did now yeah. but i still like i woke up in the morning i taught those morning classes we had midday sometimes sometimes we didn't i would take a nap i would come back i would teach the night classes so how did you get people like you know you, you move here you don't yeah. know anyone did you market facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. how'd you go so about it, things are so different now like now it's like Oh, I feel like it would be so much easier to open a business now because you can like have influencers posting on their stories and like yeah. stories didn't exist on Facebook or Instagram yeah. or how you used it wasn't quite the same, you know? Yeah. So I remember it was more about bloggers at that time. So like, which is basically like the influencers now, yeah. more like a real blog website. So I just reached out to people that I now would consider influencers. Um, and bloggers and reached out to them to partner. And I found this one girl, Cynthia Sassy. She still works with a bunch of people in the Valley and does a really good job, like starting with like newer businesses, getting the word out. So she was amazing. I mean, I remember that first like week, I'd be like, how did you hear from us? And they'd be like, oh, Cynthia. And I was like, oh, this is incredible. So working with like people like that, that I could get it out. I got my, a couple articles in like magazines and on their websites that were local. Um, Groupon was really big for us too. Like that was a big word. Like it's kind of free marketing in a way. Like it doesn't cost me anything to be on Groupon. So yes, they take their cut, but also gets it's, people yeah. out. And at that time, I feel like a lot of people, I think still do. I mean, we yeah, still have a Groupon. Like that's the great way to test out a fitness place. Yeah. You know? So that was kind of the biggest things. The first um, 10 days we did unlimited free classes. So yeah, I was like, come in every day for 10 days and like, you know, free classes. And then we got 10th day, we did a big grand opening party with like special discounts and everything like that. So, um, pretty wild. Yeah. And when did you hire the first other trainer? So how long into so really cool. So Maddie actually came to body the first day, first class ever, which is kind of crazy. She loved it. And she was kind of similar like, to me. She wanted like, she eventually she came to me being like, Oh, I really want to get into fitness. Like she was not teaching anything. She had it. She had the dance background as well. And for some of you don't know, Maddie was a trainer yeah, for trainer a while. Body. Yeah, yes. yes, a big, big, big part in the beginning of body. Um, definitely, definitely a big key player. Um, but yeah, so she same thing was kind of like, oh, I was like, well, do you want to be my intern? You know, like, and I was still so protective of body though at that time. Like it, 
it was a lot for me to even give her one class. Yeah. I was like, I need to teach every single class because I want to have complete control of the experience, you yeah. know? So it was tough. Like she would team teach with me a lot. And I want to say she started right around probably like interning, like May-ish, maybe had like one class a week in like July. And, and by May, how many people do you, how many members did you have by then? Do you think? Oh, I don't even know. But honestly, we did very well. Like, was, was it? Was it? Uh, classes classes were busy because already by like um, July, we June or July, we already knocked down a new wall. Okay, like, so, so we already was, kind of expected it was it, it was growing, yes. and you you kind of needed the help. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And eventually, I was like, okay, I like I need to like. It's, seven it, days a week working every single class. I was like, all right, I'm kind of ready to have a little bit. And Nike was still asking me to do some stuff. So I had a, at the first couple months when I didn't have anybody, I actually like closed body down for a few days because <laughs> I had to like go out with Nike and yeah. do like an event or something like that. It, it's funny to me that in people that know you from just body yeah. that you were so not controlling, but you like, I had to teach every class because yeah. now it's, you know, you teach once in a while yeah. and you give the power to a lot of your trainers, which obviously yes. you've, you've knocked it out hiring people, yeah, yes. not because I'm friends with them. They did pay me to say that, yeah. um, but <laughs> they, uh, no, you, you've kind of knocked it out and it seems like on the outside looking and not knowing you, people might be like, Oh, she's one great boss. She like trains her teachers, but lets them do what they want. It yes. gives them the freedom to, yes. to if they want to, if, if Rams wants to fuel your fall or do something, you give oh, them that, yeah. which is different than when you first started. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still am very controlling behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Things, you know, <laughs> like very, um, I'm very hands-on in all the workouts. Like I, re- I write a majority of those, like yeah. very, if the girls write them, like I'm very like hands-on in that stuff, but I'm also, I'm not a micromanager. Yeah. Like I'm like, if I believe in you to be a great instructor, like go for it. I'm yeah. also very much like, I'll let you know if there's something you need to work on. But right now, like, I feel like I trained you well enough that you are doing good. But I also want them to be their own person. I want them to, like, like, I don't have a passion to, like, do nutrition coaching and stuff like that. Sky and Ramsey love that. It's a way that they almost get to build their own mini businesses within body and have the exposure that they wouldn't have without body. Which is yep. kind of cool too for me. Like I want that for them. Yeah. I want them to be able to like succeed in a different way. Yeah. No. And I, I didn't mean I didn't mean that in a hard way. Yeah. yeah. Like as long as they appreciate it, you now, know. Of course. When, all right. So I, I, this is there's probably two answers to this question, yes. and it's not one we we have on here. It just came to me. But when did you say? Pardon my. Oh shit. We we've made it now. It might have been May when you're like, oh my God, we're knocking down a wall. I've made it. But yeah. looking back at it, when do you actually think that peak was? When no. you're like, oh man, this is, this is awesome. Like, not just made it because, I don't I mean think, like. I think at the beginning it was just so like, like, I had no dreams of body even being what it is today. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was so cool being like, I am like me and one of the, like just a couple of us in a small little spot. Totally fine. Just like that being my gig and doing it. And honestly, like. It's different because I I felt successful already within the first month. I felt like I, you know, I'm already making money. I'm doing what I love. Like, this is amazing. So I already felt success. And it was kind of a consistent upward, basically, till COVID. So it always felt great. To be honest, in the beginning, like, I had, like, a lot less to lose in a sense. That as it got bigger, I feel like I got more stress. Yeah. The more successful body is, yeah. the more money I make, I think it's actually more, more stress. But also I have a lot more people on my payroll. Yeah. I have a lot more people's lives that I'm like 
supporting. Yeah. And that's a lot more stress. Before when it's just me or like one other person, like that's one thing. Now I'm like trying to like make sure everyone else is successful and everyone else is making money and like everyone else wants to buy a house and this, it's like that, I feel that pressure. Yeah. So, but as for success, I feel like I felt it pretty much opening day yeah. that I did it. Yeah. No, to that's, be honest. no, I think, I think when you, when you talk to people that start businesses, they're like, Oh, in for your, Oh, when I got my hundredth member, I was like, Oh my God. We, yeah. Or I'm, I'm cash flow positive. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm actually doing this. Am I, am I filthy rich? No, yeah. but I'm doing something I love and I'm getting, I'm, I'm yeah. making money. I, um, but then you like, look on like, you know, Bezos probably was like, oh, when he sold his first like hundred thousand dollars, he's probably like, oh, I made it. Now looking back, he's probably like, oh, when I made that billion, yes. you know, like so it's always to me. I have never. I'm completely not money motivated. Never yeah. been money motivated. Like good thing I don't work the front desk. I mean, in the, in the beginning, I did work the front desk a lot. Like, yeah, I gave a lot of shit away for free. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if, if I work the front desk every day. Like good thing oh. we have Amanda up there. Like and everyone keeping people in line. I, <laughs> it is. It is for because I would be like. Oh, Year. When uh, when Nick was working the front desk one day, I was like, "I'm gonna take a water." He's like, hey, "Put on my account," and he's like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." Yeah, we're, we're like the worst. He's like, yeah. and he was like, "Good thing Nicky and I don't do like, this." Of course, like money is great, but that's never been a driving factor for me. Like for me, it's always been about like I think the community. That was a huge yeah. success. Like seeing this community come together, seeing these people become well, friends. Like so many people have their best friends now. Because of body. People marry, have kids. Have kids. Like, to me, those are all the things that I measure more of success. It's like that I created this space that people can come to and it's created a life, really. Yeah. Like, new friends, new... I mean, all your friends are from body. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I got I got started coming to body because one of my friends, yeah. Alec Byersdorf, he, uh, he was like, we were running on a treadmill, yeah. Orange Theory, and I told this... And you'll probably hear this story a couple of times, but I was running. We were just complaining about running. Yes. And we hated it. He's like, you got to go to the gym body. It's, yeah. it's a lot different. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, all right, I went. And then uh, ended up becoming friends with you guys. Like a couple weeks later, I saw yeah. you guys out and uh, insulted Nick. <laughs> you didn't insult <laughs> Well, I was making fun of him yeah. for, for drinking wine. At, at, uh, not about drinking wine, but it was where he was Yeah, where you're not, not drinking. Yeah, I love wine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But where you, you know, you're not... <laughs> You know, he was, where, a, he was at Bevy yeah. wine. It seems a little weird, you know? Yeah, it's just like, all right, well, uh, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, and then I, I felt bad. I can't apologize to you the next time I saw you, and you're like, dude, we loved it, you know? Yeah. So, which is um, so funny, but yeah, no, I think I now, more of those things of success of seeing like the community, the people, the friendships that were there. Um, eventually, like, I, I feel success now being able to give other people jobs, yeah, like, no. I feel like that's kind of a purpose for me, too. Trust me, like, I. I wish I was teaching more, but it's like, I look at my staff who want more classes and I'm like, again, I put them first in those situations yeah. where I want them to have more of those opportunities. I, one of the best boss I ever had, uh, he's a, was my boss here for a while before he moved into a different role. Um, but he always said that the most, uh, I ever got like the most excitement I ever got is like watching my employees who like were in sales yes. and recruiting buy a house because yes. like I helped them. He felt like he yes. got them to buy a house. So it, I, I get where you're coming from because he always felt he always got more high off of other people's success than yes. his. And I, I've always thought a manager that cares more about their employees than they yes. do them. They care yes. about their success and buying a house and Absolutely. having a family and be able to raise it. He got more enjoyment out of that yes. than him closing a deal, no, agreed, which, which sure. it seems like where, where you're going. Um, some of you guys don't know the first, you know, the new members or been around for a few years, you know, we've only known the body pool party as Maya and yeah. hotel <laughs> line, but the first one ever was, it was at a, 
uh, it was at a friend's, it was at Colonial Grand Apartments, right across from like Pitcher, wherever that is. Um, it was just because we were so small at that point that it could be just at a member's house, you know, like everyone knew everybody yeah. at that point. So um, a little bit different, but those, those events and everything were, have yeah. grown to be so insane <laughs> i think you guys done a great job of like you said building a community where we, we have events the bar crawls and everything yeah. and i mean obviously it's like a, what you want to call it, marketing or not you go there like oh what are, what are all these people doing here yes. you know oh we're a part of the gym oh, i gotta check it out or i just moved here i gotta check it out so yeah. you know that 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 works out like it's probably helped too and people want to be a yeah. part of a gym that actually you know not goes up yeah a you're a cool, cool mom you know <laughs> um but i guess let's let's uh What's one of the biggest things that's changed from the beginning of body? Obviously, the growth and everything, but the beginning of body to now. To be honest, and this is something I always say to like when other people ask me business questions or or whatnot. Honestly, I think I've stayed pretty consistent with what I wanted body to be. I mean, I get in the beginning and still now you get so many people in your ear like, why don't you do this? Or you should do it that way or like whatever, whatever. And I was very good at like filtering out what needed to be filtered out. And I was just always was like, no, I'm trying to stay true to the brand. So to be honest, it's been pretty consistent. I think that also like makes it the success of body. You know what you're going to get. Obviously we've had a lot, we didn't have nearly as much pieces of equipment that we have now. Like we didn't have bikes, we didn't have um, rowers. We didn't have, what else didn't we have? Um, a bunch of stuff, landmines, barbells, like so much stuff that we didn't have back then. So like, and you could get rid of those and we won't yeah. care. I will not care. <laughs> so we're different, like in that standpoint and like eventually the creativity of like the different formats started to grow and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but overall I feel like it's just been pretty consistent, you know? All right. Yeah. yeah. So no, I, mean, I mean, obviously and the, the biggest changes are definitely like the space. I mean, the old space is pretty gritty, but like, I loved it. Um, more people. Um, but really, I don't know. It's yeah. not like to me, it's is, not like, Oh my God, it's so different. Is the number one question you get. Are you open up? When do you open up a new one? Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. We, especially pre COVID. And we were looking actually at a, like looking at that option of doing that. It, it never like sat right in my gut. Like I was like, ah, uh, so maybe we should do this. Like, are we being stupid for not doing this? So we really were looking actively, like yeah. almost signed like a new lease, like pre COVID. Um, and I'm, I'm glad we did it. Yeah. Maybe COVID me, was like a, yes. a blessing. Yeah. Cause for me, like there's something cool about it being just one spot. It's yeah. like, Oh, I go to body. It's like, Oh, which one? And it's not like, Oh, which one? It's yeah. like, no, if you go to I, body, you go to I, this. I spot. think, and I think Nick and I have actually talked about like the business or analytics behind it. It's, it's if you open up a body, what comes out where? But yes. if we open up one in Arcadia, how many people from Arcadia are now going to go there too? So it's like you've just yes. took 100 people from this body, to moved that it body. that body. Exactly. And does it take away from you know, the, the class sizes too, you know, yes. there's just a lot to look into it. It's yeah. not just like, like, it's I'm, not just like we're so popular. Let's open up another yeah, one. Exactly. And then on my side too, I'm like, Oh, that's more people too. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I got Darius now, but I mean like managing a bunch of girls, I mean, they're all great, but you know, like yeah. it's a lot of personalities <laughs> and they're all completely different. So to me being like, Oh, I have to I, add on another team. Men, like, men are, men are a lot simpler, that right? That sounds exhausting. So, <laughs> But no, I'm just happy where it's at. And just like the one community to me right now is like yeah. the most important. I love it. That's, that's like I probably could make more money opening up another one. But again, like to me, it's not about that. And if you it's do. It's about like my stress and my honestly, well, happiness. And if, if you do, let's, 
like open up in like San Diego. Yeah. And, and then I'll help and I'll just move out there. Yes. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it'd be cooler doing it in like, you know, picking different cities versus just, yeah. yeah Diego body. We'll make it fun for everybody. <laughs> um, right? No. So, uh, I guess last, last thing here, uh, what are your goals for body in the future? So if you don't know, now you know, um, we are opening up a new spot right next next to it. So yep. knocking down basically where the mannequins live right now in the fridge. There'll be another glass door like the other one that goes into the studio that will go into a bigger studio. That one, um, boxing's great, but our boxing room is small. So it's, you know, it just doesn't like make as much sense when you can only have 16 people up in that room. Yeah. But I know boxing can be a big hit. So we're gonna have that down there, but also in, um, introducing these new four to six week programs that people can do too that are more specialized training hey, you're a golfer, we're focusing four to six weeks golf-specific drills you can do, you know, things like that. Or, hey, you just want to work that booty, work that core, four to six-week programs that are, like, focused directly on that. So not only is this going to be a main space for boxing, but also to work on these new programs, um, form clinics, anything like that. So I'm just really looking forward to, like, looking kind of at this year, like, let's kill it on this podcast. Let's have some fun. Let's, you know, turn this new room into something super unique and, and it's going to be, you know, the fun lighting and a good vibe and all of that. And then the upstairs boxing is now we're turning that into a recovery room. So that's going to be pretty awesome as well. Yeah. Um, just kind of like a little hangout lounge up there. Yeah. Nice. I think, uh, that's a a great idea. Just, you know, you, you have to get the next class somewhere yeah. where you can go get an extra stretch in. I, yeah. I know, I know a lot. I, I, I would probably speaking for a lot of body members is especially for myself. I don't do enough post recovery in my workouts. Yes. I lay like workout, maybe the five minutes, yes. get in my car, sit in my car, go on my couch. You do your bicep curls. And do those like, bicep curls. Don't do my burpees and <laughs> call it a day. Yeah. No, that, no, that's, that, that's awesome. And some of you don't know, they basically are renting out the place next door and, expanding body yeah so um, like the place that are right next to us kinfolk they're going to be moving over to balance old spot and we're going to be moving over to kinfolk so when you keep asking me when's it going to be open all i just want you to do is go peek in that door does it look like kinfolk's moved over yet no, no they haven't so don't ask me until they've moved over there you, you know? hear that <laughs> we don't know the answer to that yeah so <laughs> but no it is moving like it should be like very very soon in our very foreseeable future like it is there like we're close Love it. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I think everyone's looking forward to that and just, I, I think more options in fitness yes. that people want and yeah. in, in the body members, you know, whether it's yoga, more boxing, recovery room. So I yeah. think everyone's going to really see the benefits of that too. So, um, I guess. Yeah. So that's kind of like the main like focus on that. I know like people have asked me like personally. Are you going to do anything else? Do you miss working with other top brands? And if you don't know, I know we touched on Nike a little bit, but I've been super lucky and super fortunate to work with some really cool brands and have some really cool experiences over the years. Um, it was a year or two into body. Women's Health Magazine did their next fitness star competition. And I was one of five that was on the cover of Women's Health Magazine and pretty much everyone had to vote for you and their favorites. Um, and I ended up winning on the Today Show. So I got announced on the Today Show, which was absolutely wild and created basically the last DVD to ever exist. For some of you kids um, that just got out of college, uh, yeah. that, a DVD was this, uh, there was no Netflix back then. Yes. So you had to buy movies <laughs> and you had to put it in a DVD. Yeah, so that was super wild and super, re- just really cool experience to do. And the body community was so amazing during that time of voting for me and spreading the word. It was just really, really cool. But, um, 
Additionally to that, most recently, the past year, I was working with Tonal. I'm sure you've seen like the commercials with LeBron James and Serena Williams working on Tonal. Super cool. It's an at-home um, fitness machine, or they don't like to call it a machine. It's a it's an at-home trainer um, where there's live workouts, on-demand workouts, all of that. So I was going out to LA a lot. So it was like 25 of my 52 weeks I was traveling. So that's just a lot when you're a wife and a business owner and a mom and trying to do it all. But super cool. And even though I'm not filming with them anymore, if you have a tonal, you can still find all of my programs and workouts that I've ever done, which is pretty cool. I mean, I'm always gonna be a person that prefers to go to body or an in-person class, but if you don't have access to that, this thing is badass. It is, it goes up to 200 pounds, has a barbell, a rope, and a handle attachment. I mean, it's pretty cool, but with all this said and done, yes, I would do stuff like this again, but I think I just like, know how much I can commit to or the time commitment that I want to do when it comes to these type of projects. And right now I just feel like I'm at a really good place with where we're going with body. I just want to focus all my energy on body and the staff and this new room and also just things that light myself up, my own hobbies and my family and just giving, taking like a step back to just enjoy the ride. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, kind of wraps it up of the history of body and of, of Nikki. Um, I guess moving forward, you know, for some of you that are listening to the first episode, we have a couple more episodes going to be coming out once a week. Um, Sky and you are doing one episode mm-hmm. two, and then we'll interview Ange Pugh, mm-hmm. and we have a couple more interviews, a local business, a member, uh, and if you have any questions, you can email us. We, I, I believe we're going to do uh, answer, answer and emails. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. like kind of like a month or two in, once we, the, the podcast gets rolling, you can email us out. Bodypodcast at gmail.com. Bodypodcast at gmail.com and answer any questions, and we're just going to do almost like a live reading. We'll just yeah. answer the questions that any you have. Any questions any, for you, Scott. Yeah, Make yeah. them awkward. Yeah, let's, let's not do that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, any questions you have, we, we will answer them. Uh, after like a month or so, if we get enough you know, questions uh, you know, that have like, you know, a 10, 15-minute um, episode, uh, we'll do that. And if you want to be a member, if you're a local business, if you're starting a small business and you want to come on, just write us an email there, bodypodcast at gmail and we'll look at it we'll reach out um to to you and and see if it's something that we can help both benefit each other and 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 whatnot let's do it all right thanks for listening remember subscribe do it leave a review thank you